This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's podcast episode. This one is episode 17 titled Make Yourself More Employable. Now before we go into this can we just for a second enjoy the fact that this last week has been amazing weather. Um, I don't know whereabouts you are in the UK or the world matter of fact but you know over and all you're starting to go into spring anyway and over this way we are just enjoying it before we go into autumn, what is obviously leaf season, pretty much. Um, you know, all the colours and the leaves are starting to change. Everything starts dropping. All of us guys start tidying. And that's just the way the world is, isn't it, when it comes to sort of autumn time. But I am just really enjoying this last week, you know, a little bit of sun to give us that second wind through, you know, the back end of the season. And so I'm enjoying it. I love it. You know, me and the family always go out, we go walking. We enjoy the scenery up here in the north of Scotland and yeah, we we absolutely love it. So I hope you have been as well. Just remember, you know, if you st- if it's still nice this weekend when you're listening to this, then keep on taking on water, keep hydrated and enjoy because, you know, it's probably the last stint we're going to get, sadly, before them colder days start coming. But the one thing I probably dislike most about it has to be the shorter days uh, it drives me crazy, it really does. Um, if not for anything else, you know, what used to be a full working day then kind of gets compacted into a three-quarter working day and you just seem in that much of a rush. But anyway, we're gonna. that's all relevant because we're about to go into this whole today about making yourself more employable. Now, I don't want to sort of jump the gun with it or, you know, I know we're not quite a winter yet, but I'm just going to touch on it a little bit. But before I do... I just want to read out a review that we've got down on iTunes. So looking down at my analytics for this show, well, for those that don't know or don't care about that sort of thing, the analytics is obviously everywhere where you can analyse. It's where all your listeners are from, what ages all you guys and girls are that are listening, all the rest of it. And 54% of you are on Spotify. So... Thank you very much for listening. I know you can't review me over on Spotify. Maybe you just got an Android. If you can get over to iTunes somehow, some shape, some form, then please, you know, just leave me a little review. Honest as it comes, you know, I'm not trying to pressure you into a five-star review or anything, but, you know, it just all helps. But the review I have got is from Tiny Mikey. Okay, this was left on the 31st of August, 2021, titled Very Useful Tips. This is a five-star review. Thank you very much, Tiny Mikey. And it reads the following. I'm just a simple DIY gardener trying to improve my lawn. I've picked up some great tips from this podcast and would recommend it. So you know what, Tiny Mikey? Thank you very much, mate, for leaving that. It is really appreciated. Same as everyone that has up to now as well. There is another review on there as well, but it's not worded. It is just a, uh, a star rating. So thank you very much. It's really appreciated. So... Going into this one then, so how to make yourself more employable, right? So the reason I'm sort of touching on this is it's kind of coming towards that time of year when we don't have too much longer of the grass, right? So I know everywhere is a little bit different, all the rest of it. I kind of take care of grass works, 
Normally last week of October, the bad lawns have sort of stopped growing. By that, sadly, I mean the one sort of more moss, bit resilient there. Bit against sort of me treating it or scarifying it. They're just sort of cook customers. So I've got those, they'll sort of stop at end of October. So we've still got about a month and a half left for them. And then for your better loans, and I even see my garden going through this, you're looking at sort of first couple of weeks through November. I've seen myself cutting towards the end of November as well because it keeps growing. So if you're ever wondering about that and you're just a DIY gardener, and I always see the question sort of floating around and people asking, when should I stop cutting the grass, blah, blah, blah. I would say as of the point when the temperature fully starts to drop, okay, where, you know, you're definitely not in the warm, you're not getting the warm autumn anymore, sort of everything's going downhill. You've got to wear a jacket, even just to go put the bins out. Okay, before that point, you should be raising the height of cut a little bit on your grass, just a little bit. So I'll raise mine from 25 to about 45. Okay, so I will raise it a little bit. So in the realm of rotary mows instead of cylinder, and I will just keep that at that height so the thing is as long as it keeps growing you can keep cutting you just got to be mindful of frost and all the rest of it so they're just the things that you need to watch out for is just things that might um, hurt the lawn like your hard frosts other than that you can still go carry on keep on cutting the lawn all the way through golf courses you know some of them I suppose I'm not too sure but pretty much cut all year round where needed you know what I mean so don't be put off too much and just good luck going into this winter and just let's look forward to spring already. Anyway, so making yourself more employable. So because of all that and how it's coming and grass ending, we need to be looking at ways you know, to bring yourself more employable. So just very out there, what you're probably thinking already, thinking this is very obvious, work. By, me, by adding work, you're making yourself more employable, all right? So adding, I've said this before in a previous podcast, add branches to your tree. So literally just by adding services, right, I get it in some some jobs around in the world, you can sit there and you can just have the one thing that you do, for example, selling t-shirts, you know what I mean, if you're in a shop, you're selling t-shirts, yeah, that's brilliant, but what happens when winter comes and it's minus five? People don't want t-shirts, people want a hoodie, people want a jacket, you know, so Start purchasing your hoodies and your jackets and start selling them. You know, you need to keep the ball rolling. You need to keep some form of momentum on that wheel just to keep the income coming in. So, with that, it's exactly the same that we're transferring over here. So, you just need to add branches to your tree. So, add more services. Something else to think about. And I know you might be thinking, it's a bit early to be thinking about this. You know, we've still got all the tidy-ups to do, all the leaf cleanups. I know. Trust me, I know. But there'll be a lot of guys first year in business and or people that's been forced into this that might not necessarily want it to. That the likes of that, and they might be worrying about what happens, you know, on the quiet periods. How can you keep going? And this is just to try and warn you off, just so there's a little bit of less worry there, and you know, you can sort of be inventive and like I say, keep that momentum going. Next, you've got invent, um, invest in yourself. So by this, this, so this is a main one because when you don't invest in yourself, you're then treating yourself as an employee. And not that you shouldn't invest in your employees either, I'm not getting saying that, but you're not. You're running this business. You are the person that needs to keep this momentum going. 
Okay, you're the one with the steering wheel in the hands. So invest in yourself. Buy this, whether it's courses, you know, whether you're going to go do your um, chainsaw courses, whether you're going to do even theoretical courses just to boost your knowledge. Invest in yourself so that the more you know, the best better knowledge you have, the better services you can offer out and the better job you can really do. So invest in yourself or it might even be an equipment so for your business, equipment, services, for example, like I've mentioned before, that power uh, power washer, pressure washing, you know, add it to your business, get it in there. It's something that you can do more or less just about all year round. Okay, so things like this is stuff that you can look into, you can bring to the table and you can offer out. On that, I mentioned a few episodes ago when I was talking about this. If you haven't heard it, then feel free, go listen back a little bit more. But pressure washer, after I just a point of note on that, I long story short, I was doing a, a de-weeding job for a client and it was a two hour time slot and a regular maintenance and basically I got an hour through and not much was getting done because it was on um, block paving. So it was covered and yeah, it was a nightmare. After about an hour, I made no distance at all. So anyway, I thought power washer. You know, this would blow everything out, it would clean it up at the same time, it would look better at the end, and it's not going to cost the client too much more in the long run. Okay, I'm talking about hours being used efficiently. So anyway, I pushed it towards them. They took on my services. As soon as they took on my services, I went out, I bought a pressure washer, because I never owned one previously. I know how to use one, I've used them before. I just never owned one to offer it as a service. Went out, bought it. Anyway, completed the job and I made one third of my initial investment back straight away. Within 48 hours of buying that bit of equipment, I made one third of the investment back. Okay, pressure washer alongside waterproof extension leads, all the rest of it, roughly cost me about 350 So yes, it wasn't, you know, a thousand pound commercial bit of kit, but it is a semi-professional plug-in. So one third. I have now since then been back today and the same client rang me back. Like I mentioned, he had patio running around the whole of his house, but he only wanted the front done. He got back in touch with me and he said, love the job that you've done. Uh, any chance that you can come back and give me a quote for the rest of it. So anyway, done that, give him the quote, completed it today. I have now made more than two thirds of my initial investment back within, what's that? nearly two weeks of owning that bit of equipment and that's going to earn me money for years to come and through winter. So things like this is things that you can look to as long as you keep that bottom line of your business a little bit higher as we spoke about before. If you haven't heard about that sort of thing then feel free to shoot back into the other podcast episodes and get lost in what I hope is you know some entertainment or some, some knowledge for you. So I... I bought that, invested, and it's starting to pay off already. It's something I can take forward. This is just this is the type of stuff that I mean that you can do to sort of help yourself out. And it's not just helping you now, it's in the future as well. Even if it's just an additional service, so if you had any other quiet point or if a customer asked you to add it on, you've got the capability to do so. So the way I used to be, I used to sort of think that you'd go into a job and that's it. Like business is just a certain way. So 
for you, I don't know. Before I have do, done the gardening, and the gardening is still only part time. Yeah, I had. I still have a full time job. When I was in my full time job, and it's in the military, I have always sort of just thought, you know, civilian street. What I've never been in. I joined the military when I was sixteen. That's all I've ever known. And I just always thought to run your own business, you've got to be of some pedigree of bloke or female, you know, to go out there and make it work. And once when you do that, you've got to stick to this, you know, this railway track. There's one direction, you must stay on them tracks. There's there's nothing else. So what I mean by this, for example, if you were a soft landscaper, grass cutter, I would have thought, you must just cut grass. That must, you know, you invest in grass cutting equipment, and that's what you do. You just cook grass. You know, if if you're a chef, then you just cook food. You know, when really that that isn't the way it works. And it's not until being in this industry, working through it, and seeing how flexible it is working for yourself, that it's came my realization that you can do whatever you want. You know, the amount of people that that ring me up and ask me to lay patios for them. What, which obviously I, I turned down, I don't do any hard landscaping, so to speak. But the amount of people that ask me to do that, and I turn it down, I've had people ring me for fencing, I'll turn that down. I'm not a fencer. You know, the only thing I more or less haven't had is someone asked me to fix, like do the tiling on the roof. So people just assume that you, you do more than what you do. You know, people just link things together. And with that, you've got to realise that You've got to go with that flow, you know, add whatever you can. I still have the opportunity, in talking what we are now, to add paving in if I want to. You know, if I want to start installing driveways, I could learn it. And yes, you'd have to learn it properly and not just add it overnight. But you'd have to learn it and then you could push it out as a service. So, but I never used to think it was that way. I used to think there was just one way. And if you sat here and you've never been in a job where you can work for yourself or you've had to make command decisions to to push the the job that you're in in certain directions, then you might be of this like-minded process where you just think there's only one way. And I could never leave my job to go do that because it would only be this. How are you going to make enough of a living just on doing this? And I'm just here to reassure you, that's not the case. You can literally, under your own business, push it in any direction you want and be creative with it. You can mould it to the way that suits you best. So it's your own it's your own little gem, let's say. So that's how I thought it was being in business, right? And I was quite happy for that. I was, I was happy to go in, offer just a few mainstream services, you know, tidy up, installing borders, grass cutting and hedges. And I was like, that'll be it. You know, I, I won't reduce the hedges. I won't do full garden tidy ups. I won't do renovations, you know. None of that was even in my head that I could just keep on adding these services. And half the time, you find that the client comes to you. So, pushing through, skip through autumn for a second, bear with me, winter work. Because I believe some years might have in the back of your head at the moment, everything's fine now, I'm enjoying it, all happy, all good. But I'm expecting that drop very soon and I do not know what to do. I've got kids, I've got you know, whole family at home, I've got bills to pay, what do I do? What can I, you know, I have them at home expecting, you know, a wage to come through the door throughout the whole year, not just when it's hot. You know, what direction do I go? And the thing is, 
I just want to touch on this just so you're a bit ahead of the game and I just feel like this advice is is due now. You know, everyone should be thinking ahead. We shouldn't just be tunnel visioned in the moment because what happens when, you know, you're, you're walking around looking at the sky, right? You can possibly trip up, you know what I mean? You need to be looking forward. You need to be seeing what's coming your way and you need to sort of prep so when things do happen, you're one step ahead of the game. So when I work... This is just a few things. Like I say, be as flexible as you want. And if you've got any ideas past that, then just add them. Go for it. But, you know, you've got cleanups. Start offering it. Right? So before you go into that, load up on the cleanups through Warm, like you're going to be doing anyway, I'm sure of it, for the most years out there. But also in the winter. I, If you... Sorry redirect you here. But if you get a minute tonight after this podcast, over the weekend, next week, whenever it might be, Jump on my YouTube channel. There is a couple of videos that describe this whole thing very well. And it's called, there's one that's called First Tidy Up of 2021. It was shot about seven months ago, so end of January, February. And there is another one, Apple Tree and Shrub Removal, I think it is. And them two videos are right next to each other. It was about three degrees outside. It, keep, it starts snowing at some stage. You know, and I'm out there, you know, as if it was a hot day, you know, as if it was any other day, putting in the graft, I was trimming hedges on one of them, removing shrubs, cutting down apple trees, you know, cutting grass, actually. In on that first video of 2021, I'm sat there cutting grass. Never advise it, but the client wanted the grass cut, and they their words to me was in effect of, we left it too long through autumn, couldn't get anyone in in time, and then before we knew it, winter was here. So basically, they went through winter, it was a state, and yeah, then, then called someone in to do a garden tidy up that should have maybe happened in October time, November, in January. You know, in these sort of jobs that you find trickle through the door, there might be a bit more few and far between than sort of your regular customers, but what you'll find is that the higher priced work, you know, one of them was... I think between them two jobs, I more or less made half a month's wage through two days, two two days of work, um, maybe a bit less than that, maybe about a third of a month's wage through two days of work because we're very well paid work, um, and I was in a position where I could price it that way at that time. So things can work out really well for you if you just put yourself in a position to be able to do so. Um, so check them two YouTube videos out and you'll see what I mean by how it is and snowing and the conditions because what you'll find is that, and this is no beef to anyone that does it because I know a lot of people do this, a lot of people work the whole summer, work the autumn, you know, they make very good money in autumn, make very good min uh, money in spring and then they'll take two, three months of the winter off and they'll just chill out. That's fine. Like if you can earn enough between them periods and you want to take you know, two, three months off there, you might go away on a, you know, on a holiday over to Oz, you know, if restrictions allow, you might go on a winter holiday somewhere, each of their own, you know, that's brilliant, and I'm sure I'll do that one year, but if you want to keep on working through, and you want to keep on pushing through, and keeping that wheel turning, then there's things you can do, like them two things I've described, so a lot of people do take a stand back, and also what you'll find is your, you know, we've talked about before, there's people that £5 to cut your garden, you know, £5 from £5 back. People that aren't declaring tax, they're just doing it for a bit of side hustle. 
you know, each of their own, that's fine as well if that's what you want to do. But they tend to disappear in winter, what I find. You know, not everyone's keen to go out and get soaked and be freezing all day, all the rest of it. So, you know, you've got to do what others would, is what I'm trying to say. And if you do do that, there's good money in it, and I promise you that. So don't feel like winter's going to sort of start approaching and you're going to be left totally in the dark. Not exactly right now, but now is the time to be looking at what you want to be doing and come autumn, what I'll speak about in a minute, is a time where you almost want to be pushing on for the winter and see it coming, right? See it around the bend, all right? So past that, you've then got power washing, what I've just sort of sp uh, spoken about a bit more, and you've also got pruning. So a lot of pruning work can happen, you know, sort of January time, focus on your apple trees, all the rest of it. A lot of pruning work in winter, and also people tend to come to you for sort of reductions. So January, February, another YouTube video I've done, I pruned down a pretty large privet hedge, and that was in the February, if I remember rightly, but that's on YouTube as well. Um, so pruning work, you can push out for it. And remember, just because people aren't getting in touch with you doesn't mean that the work isn't there. Not everyone's going to. You might have to put, God forbid, put out a paid ad. You know, get on Google, get on Facebook, get on Instagram and push out a paid ad for your advertising. You're not just preaching to your followers isn't always going to work. So paid adverts, you know, for the sake of £20, £10 that you could push out for an advert for a week, you know, with a photo you've made yourself or of you cutting last year's hedge and saying, you know, hedge reductions, call, this is J-Rock Lonke and Gordon, head reductions from £100, let's say, plus waste removal, picture of me on it, doing a really good job, before and after shot, on that poster, um, available from January 1st, you know, and stick that out on a poster, you can push that out elsewhere, and on these paid adverts on social media, and that could start getting that work coming in. It also, what I find is, a lot, you see some people that just put out, uh, you know, just a sentence of, you know, whatever they're doing. Don't. The, the body naturally, the brain, sorry, naturally trusts something that they like the look of, okay, when, when what you see matches up with what you're reading and hearing, okay, them two things connect. It's like a puzzle, right? When you're just looking at writing and, and you've got nothing to base off with your imagination, meh, it's one, it, both things work a whole lot better than just the one. So, you know, write down your bit of information but have a nice picture in there as well. Not just a stock image. Try and get one of you doing the work, showing off how good of a tradesman you actually are, because that's what you are. And, um, you know, I'm sure that work will come through. So there's different ways to push it out there as well. So that's what you need to do. You need to be planning ahead also with your marketing. So what we went through so far, be employable. So whether that's your work, adding branches to the tree, or it's investing in yourself, so courses or equipment, whatever way you're going to go down. And also plan ahead. So with the mixture of them two things, you should be absolutely fine. But the reason why I mention it now is because planning ahead is key when, you know, you're not struggling at the minute. The chances are every gardener that's listening to this is pretty much fully booked or should be there or thereabout at the moment. And if you're not, then maybe get in touch with me. You know, I don't sell services for advice, but get in touch with me and I'll chat through with you, you know. Um, there might be something you're doing with your marketing there might be your social proof, it might be your wording, you know, get in touch with me if you find you're struggling a little bit, and I might be able to try and help you. Uh, just on that, 
email me, don't ring me as we've been through before. Please, if you see my number online, that's just for my clients, please don't ring us. Use my email, what's jrocklc at gmail.com or Instagram, you can get in touch with me as well through the DMs. So, yeah, you might not be struggling now because you should be pretty, pretty full. Also, you'll find as soon as leaves start dropping, your client, yeah, your film will start buzzing once again because all of a sudden people can't handle the grass, the leaves, and just a generic mess that you get throughout autumn. So they're going to be wanting you in there. So make the most of it and get stuck into that phase. Okay, you're going to make some of your your winter pennies just through autumn alone. At that point, well, I'm going to speak to you later on in the different podcast may I add autumn itself about minimum payments and stuff like that. But when you're in the middle of that and you're halfway through autumn, start pushing for winter. So the things I'm sort of saying now, start pushing out there. So you're looking at now you're pushing for the cleanups. So if you haven't already and you've got the availability to do so, personally, I'm booked out till sort of more or less start of January now. I'm completely booked. So I'm not pushing for autumn cleanups. I'm just going to stay with the regulars that I'm with. I've got a lot of hedges to do this year. And then... You know, I'm just going to play the autumn cleanups by by year, I think, at the moment. Because what the, the mistake I made last year, and if this is your first year in business doing it, what caught me off guard last year was the restriction of light. Before you know it, you've got all your clients that you, you're still servicing, that once upon a time you had, you know, 18 hours to get around all them gardens if needs be. All of a sudden, come October time, it's nearly cut in half, you know, so you're then struggling for to fit all within daylight hours. And then before you know it, you're only sitting there with about, what, gets like about half eight. You're sitting there with seven hours of light at one point, you know, over here in the UK, depending whereabouts you are. So that's what caught me off guard last year. So don't overfill yourself thinking that you can still be working till seven o'clock at night because it's pitch black by five, you know, and it's pretty unsafe to do so unless you've got lighting sets. So just bear that in mind. So mid-autumn, push for your winter work. And then when you get post-Christmas, start looking at pushing for your spring renovations. Okay, so you push for them too early. And it's fine, you'll get natural customers come towards you and ask for work in spring. Jump at it, you know, it's going to get you out of that, that winter moment. But if you start pushing adverts, stuff like that, people aren't thinking about spring renovations just yet. People are thinking about what's going on now, what's going on in their garden. They're not thinking, you know, there's a, there's a good while between that. So as soon as Christmas is out the way, you can then start pushing for your spring renovations and just spring springtime in general, whether you want to pick up new grass cutting customers, whether you want to get stuck into some hedges before the whole season starts, whatever it might be, start pushing for that then. Last thing I'll say on it is just be everywhere. Be absolutely everywhere. It looks like... You know, so many episodes get by and then people start listening to your older podcasts. Um, What I would say is there is a bit of gold at the start of my podcasts. More or less the first 10 episodes happen to be all my sort of main things, whether it's what to charge, hourly versus per job, whatever that might be. Yeah, all of that sort of stuff is at the beginning of my podcast within the first 10 episodes. But the main thing is, is to just be everywhere. Don't just suck yourself into one platform or think I've put out five cards, that's it, I'll just wait for the work to come in. 
obviously if you've been around long enough and you know your phone's going weekly you don't really need to push advertising if you're not trying to grow but if you're just starting out you know you've started late on this year and you're about to hit winter you need to have a social presence and I don't just mean on Instagram posting pictures that's not what I'm trying to say here what I'm talking about is all the SEO um, the value of it and being everywhere searchable content is what I'm getting at so if you're on Facebook and you've put out things in the marketplace what I found very successful in the beginning I would put out things on there as if it was an item people do type in garden garden tools gardening whatever it might be and you will pop up and it's one of them how I've talked about before where you see something seven times before the mind thinks right I want to act on that you know all this sort of just helps so get yourself on Google My Business Get yourself on Facebook, Instagram, whatever other platform you want to. Hand out cards and just be everywhere. Um, like I mentioned a little while ago, when I first started, I'm going to get a picture of it. I'm going to go back to the shop where I put it in. But I put out some handmade posters in a fish shop and in a garden centre. And I just put, you know, they've got one of them corkscrew boards. And I stuck it on there when I very first started. And it took more or less, must have been about eight, nine months probably closer to a year actually and yeah I got my first phone call from them both and I was full at the time so I couldn't even take them on but they took nine months 10 months 12 months whatever it was to pay off and to actually come through his work so don't worry about it if you're just starting the work is there so many people wor worry about it and say there's nothing maybe it's just what you're offering okay maybe you need to add them branches look into extra work invest in yourself so you can then offer more and more value, may I add, to your clients and just see what happens from that, okay? It's not worth the stress. I know it's hard and I know it can be a worry, so just bear with it and just take this on board if you're, you're pretty new to the game. If not and you've enjoyed the listen, then perfect. That's all I can really ask for. Um, so thank you very much for listening, tuning in to this episode. It is a massive pleasure to just be here and being able to offer... So if any advice or just any experiences, you know, I find it fun. I enjoy doing these. I hope you enjoy listening to them. And from there, I can continue to bring them your way. So, you know, whether you're gardening, whether you're just sitting in the house chilling, whatever you're doing, then there's something you can listen to and hopefully grow from. So thank you very much. Remember, you can find me on the likes of YouTube, what is just J-Rock, Care and Gardening. And that's the same with Instagram as well. I make a range of content on both platforms. And yeah, it, it's all for you. It's all for your entertainment or for your information uh, to try and help and better, you know, each and every one of us. And what I'll say is, you know, I'm not perfect. Anything my way, anything you, you would like to hear or a change of, then get in touch with us. I would like to think that, you know, I come off, come off, come across in such a way that, you know, you, I'm approachable in some way, shape or form. You know, a lot of you get in touch with us and we have chats about whatever's going on. And it can be anything from the fact that you're going through a bit of depression um, or you've got anxiety with your job, all the way up to successes that you're doing and, you know, the podcast is motivated you in some way, shape and form. So, you know, that's really, really appreciated and it's something I never thought would happen from these but has done. So I'm just going to finish it off with a little bit of a story that I got sent through by Elm Farm Garden Services. So... I mentioned this on one of my early podcasts. If you've got any funny stories, any just quirky moments that's happened to you, they don't need to be hilarious. 
and just send them through and I would love to read them out to our listeners because the chances are if it's happened to one person it's probably happened to a whole lot more so yeah get them sent through and I would love to read them out so this is this one I did completely the wrong garden on a road once the people whose garden it was were out and I thought it was the right house I was meant to be doing it when they got home they were like I think you got the wrong address but were so nice and pleased with what I'd done they still paid me something for it. I was meant to be doing the house two doors down so I had to go out and do that garden too. So <laughs> you know what the amount of times okay there's not that many there's been a few where I've pulled up to a property and I thought is that the right house? You know it's been an online consultation it's been a very straightforward job so I've not had to meet them at the property and it's all just been agreed over online and I've got to this house and I've just thought, is that the right house? And to be fair, I've, <laughs> I've never went through and just cracked on. So fair play for you, Elm Farm Gone Sources, for actually going ahead. And um, <laughs> in doing that, it seems like, you know, you never know. From doing it, you might end up with a future customer. But uh, I've never actually done that. Normally what I'll do is if I find myself in that situation, is I'll take a picture of it, send it to the client. I'll say, is this your house? I'm not 100% sure. And, you know, they never mind just saying, yeah. But anyway, that was a story there. So if you've got any more, then send them through. I would really love to uh, read them out to our listeners. We're growing by the day. It's awesome to see, and obviously I'm getting such a, a great feedback. Also, the last podcast episode that I had was an interview with Carlos from Total Loan. If you can, check that podcast episode out. Uh, really informative. Carlos is a top bloke. And to be fair, I think I'm going to get him on a bit more in the future. Because, you know, their fertilizer, their products, he's very clued up on what he's selling. And, you know, I am just a service provider. You know, I'm in the industry with you guys. And this is someone that's on the distribution side. So if I can get him in and we can get some technical data from him and all the rest of it, then that's what I'm going to do. And I'll push that forward to you guys as well. But let me know. Get in touch with me. Be happy to, you know, receive any messages. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what you want to hear you want to listen to and we'll go from them so thank you very much for listening to this episode everyone i hope you have an awesome weekend i hope the weather stays this good and yeah i'll see you next week's podcast take care peace